nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd. nerd. Holy crap, are we nerdy? Yeah, it's on. Is this thing on? This thing on? Well, okay. So, so that I just thought boy, it was interesting that you know Emily now it's really not. likes John Travolta. Yes, she does. Jeez. Oh, Apparently, she's never had to give him a massage. But yeah. So, welcome, Nerdables, yeah. to episode seventy-four. This week, we are talking women in film, TV, comic books, and is it time that the women start to take the lead in these films and in these other forms of media? Joining me once more are Ethan and Chris. Let's start this out by saying that Black Widow is never going to get her own film. No, I don't think Black Widow is going to get her own film. Um, but the topic quest- over. <laughs> no, this is a. I mean, Thank this is you. a question. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is find a- us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes <laughs> Radio. This is a topic that has been circulating for a while, and as we saw during the Oscars, Patricia Arquette really was lobbying for equal pay for equal work for women. So equal movies or equal screen time for women as superheroes, I guess. I don't think she was lobbying to be Captain Marvel, though. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if she was. <laughs> um, no, but even uh, Joss Whedon was talking about this, about how he thinks that it's time for women to start to be the forefront of these type of films. Um, I mean, we've seen, what, DC has already said that they're going to do a Wonder Woman movie. Mm-hmm. Marvel's saying that they're going to do a Captain Marvel movie starring, you know, uh, Patricia Captain Arquette. Marvel. Captain Marvel. <laughs> Star Carol. Uh, shit, I just lost Carol's last name. Danvers. Danvers, Danvers yes. Um, it w- but it, we've seen in comic books where these type of books – Aren't the big sellers? I mean, well, they are. I guess they are starting to be. You see, Harley Quinn's doing really well. Catwoman's always been a good seller. But I think also now in days, there's a lot more. You know, as, as uh, maybe in uh, comic books, I'd say there's more female readers also. You know, what so really sucks is we don't have one woman. We don't have one woman on the panel for this <laughs> conversation. Um, Ethan's here. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, hey. Only on the weekends. So, anyways, God, that's a bad thought. I'd never. <laughs> is, this, is, this, is this Ethan's Ethan coming Benjamin, out show? Ethan Benjamin is now Bruce Jenner. <laughs> is this just before or after the car wreck? Oh, Bruce Jenner's been a car wreck for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, anyways. <laughs> um, back, back on topic. No, we are seeing more and more characters. We saw, yeah. you know, Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. The success, the success of that show. Um, well, I don't know well, how successful is that show. They they said <laughs> the ratings after that first like two episodes have taken a dive. Well, it'll be interesting to see what the rest of it is. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see if they decide to have a second season of it. That's my Christ. question though, as if they would. I I kind of think that Marvel won't, and then they'll do another character, another story as the mid season replacement for White Nick Fury. <laughs> Wouldn't um, that be great? Is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Black Nick Fury has an illegitimate white child. That's the Nick Fury movie. <laughs> and that's Nick Fury, and he's Mick Fury, not Nick Fury. Shut up, <laughs> Mick O'Flurry. Okay, well, before we get into who's actually being being done as a movie or a TV show, are there any female characters that you would like to see get their own movie or show? Well, as much <laughs> as, as I Chris said, it's yawning not going and to even. Uh, I, I think a Black Widow movie would be amazing. But I, well, honestly, I think the 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 really could you do a Black Widow movie with her being the lead without having a male character? Having a male Absolutely. character, I don't know. But that you, I mean, her being I, the lead, yes. I think her character is interesting enough to the point where you can. Would you do it from now, or would you do it as a prequel? No, you do something? it as a prequel when she's still an agent. What I w- what I would love to see. And like this is, I guess this would be going off topic. Is uh, a Black Widow, Hawkeye, Budapest movie? That would be good. Mm-hmm. 
That's that's like the one who like just do that. Just do that movie. That'd be good. Just do a, a straight action thriller with the two of them. I think that would be a great movie. Would you do a, a Black Widow Winter Soldier movie? No. Because there's been there's been rumor of that at one point, but it'd be no. Winter you you have to get you have to get the Winter Soldier a lot farther. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, mean, you're not talking Winter, Winter Soldier's relationship with Black Widow in the comic when the when uh, after Fear itself when he had his own book, he had been in the, the that right. Marvel universe for four or five years. He had had a relationship with Natasha, mm-hmm. just like everybody else, and uh, you're just not going to be able to establish that quickly enough. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because you just don't have enough time. Right. You're, you've only got a couple. You know, he's not gonna. Sh- he's probably not gonna show in Avengers. You know, you're not gonna see him. You're well, not gonna be able to establish him. They did say that he, he signed on for like seven movies. He's he's signed on for I think 163 more movies. And but that being said, Scarlett Johansson isn't. Do you know Sebastian Sebastian Stan was in Hot Tub Time Machine? Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, what is this movie? The first one. Talk about talk about. A real female empowerment movie, right? Yeah, <laughs> Hot Tub Time Machine and Hot Tub Time Machine Two, in which someone what was that second one? Hot Tub Time Machine, Hot Tub Time Machine, Hot Dog Time Machine. It's like some kind of Hot Tub Time Machine. Um. Okay. So, what female standout characters, DC, Marvel, or other, would you want to see as lead characters? Or have their own book. Would you want to see like a Storm movie or? You know some some of the X Men uh, like a, a Kitty Pride movie or something. No, you'll never get a Kitty Pride movie. They'll never get a Storm movie either because they've screwed up that character so much. Um, I don't know if you, you, you I don't think you see a female. Carol, Carol Danvers is 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 a great start. Yes, but they just haven't established anybody within their cinematic universe that's going to be that much stronger. And DC, I'm sorry, Marvel, so much less than DC. Marvel has never had a female book that's lasted very long. Right. DC's had Wonder Woman for a long time. They had Birds of Prey, which went over 100 uh-huh. issues. Um, they've done Batgirl a number of different times that have been successful. Catwoman. For a while, Catwoman has been successful here and there. I mean, the, the title always gets canceled at some point, but she had a run that was right. almost 100 issues. Marvel, you, there have been great characters within teams. Chris Claremont's 80s X-Men, that's, Chris Claremont was actually criticized for making his women too strong mm-hmm. because it was they were infallible. His Jean Grey, his his Storm, his Kitty, even his Jubilee were just really, really strong characters that they were the ones that kind of took the forefront. And his Storm is still an amazing character that they have screwed up. Ten ways, like six see? ways from Sunway. I mean, Storm, Storm to me, it would have been great to do a movie post-X3 in which Psyche is dead, Storm takes over the team. But they're like, no, 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 it's got to be Wolverine because Wolverine's marketable. Right. I mean, the whole make Wolverine into the leader thing was all... Marvel did that a number of years ago. There was a point where they split up the X-Men, and one of them is Rogue leading a team, and Wolverine's reading, leading the other, and you're just reading it going, this makes no sense. <laughs> the way that you establish these characters as they exist right now makes absolutely no sense for either of those guys. So what characters would you use? I don't think I don't uh, Marvel. I don't think there's a standalone. There's not a really great standalone. Nothing's ever been established, really. There's nothing. Think of the books that have a female character. She-Hulk mm-hmm. had a decent run. As really a comedy book, canceled. They did this push with all of these female characters for Elektra, She Hulk, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel's the only one that's going to survive. Right. She Hulk and Elektra have already well, been canceled. Well, look at the movies that have been made. You've seen, you've had a Catwoman movie that bombed. You had an Elektra movie that bombed. You know, granted. But also, like, I don't know if that's granted, so much on play of the studios and how they perceive those characters granted the lecture was based off of the whole daredevil thing which was already screwed up from the beginning but yeah you just didn't you didn't make a good movie right As it, you're never gonna get well, never not, never is too strong a word they're not putting their money behind this because it's that same mentality we've seen this in comics we've seen mm-hmm. it in toys we've seen it in movies in this kind of genre is that boys will never gravitate towards Female heroes, right? Female figures, female They're characters. They're always a damsel in distress. It, it, it just the love interest. Yeah, and it, it's they're always the short pack. Yeah, it, when they're when it's a toy, they're always another character that's. <laughs> it's just funny the way he said it. They're always the short pack. They're always the short pack. He, he didn't There's say they're the short bus. He yeah, they're the <laughs> short packed figure in a case. Is is the, is right, the woman okay. character? Uh, but you're right, Miss Mar or Captain Marvel now really is the only. Marvel female 
that she's the Wonder Woman of the Marvel Universe. You know, She-Hawk, I... But not, ev- not even close. Spider-Woman. Not e- that's the thing, is DC has done a much better job. When you consider a triumphant in Marvel, if you had to pick three characters, you'd pick Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Cap. Or Spider-Man, sure. Wolverine, and Iron Man. In the Avengers. No Thor. Cap, Thor. Well, no. In terms of, you take the whole Marvel Universe, you oh. pick three characters. When you have the whole DC Universe, yeah, Spider-Man, Cap, in it. and Spider-Man, you, I, and you pick Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Cap. Uh-huh. I think it would be the three. You have all of these characters, even as DC was breaking out of really sexist uh, uh, storylines. The Lois Lane cover, the Lois Lane book for the longest time is terrible. But you had this establishment. Lois Lane, for as terrible as she was in the 50s and 60s, she was still a reporter. She but still held a job that not very many people, not sure. very many women in this country care. DC has always been more progressive with it. They had teams of women earlier. Birds of Prey, all women. Right. Batgirl, a woman in the middle of the Batman universe. Catwoman, a huge villain within the within the Batman uh-huh. universe. Wonder Woman has her own book. But see, you touched on something real quick there. You said the, the big three for Marvel are all men. When you think of the big three for DC, it's Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. That's what I just said. Yeah. That's why I said DC is so much better than this. One of their big three... Is a, a woman character. right? They they very early on had a woman that even though so many of Wonder Woman's early adventures are fetish porn for all intents and purposes, pretty much they established enough of her as a power base in which it was very easy to tweak it to where she was a character that could stand toe to toe with Batman. She could fly. Mm-hmm. She had super strength. She had excessive speed. And then through she the eighties and through, the, through the late seventies, that's what I just said. You said Batman. I said Superman. You said Batman. I said Batman. All right. She, well, she does that too. <laughs> she kicks Batman bat, Batman's ass in high <laughs> Um As as she progressed, and they made her even stronger, and they made her into a warrior and a diplomat and a leader, and you know, not only a princess but a queen. And all. So they really did that character very well. Bat, the way they did Batgirl was that way. Catwoman as a villain in Gotham, you know, she's she's dealing with. Not only Batman, but the villains that are around her of the Joker and Two Face and Killer Croc and and she's standing toe to toe. And she's standing toe to toe with them and be able to survive there. Well, then you also the way have Frank Harley. Miller rewrote him. Harley is one of the hardest characters in the book because Harley is not a great feminist icon at all. That's very true. <laughs> That's the less we say about Harley, the better, because it gets into a whole another debate of what Harley was and what Harley is. That, that's very and true. It's very mm-hmm. Harley. Harley is the ultimate anti. Feminist heroine. Har- I don't know about ultimate. Harley is probably the most. She's one for the. You've e- heard my rant on Khaleesi. Yes. Uh, and and this whole idea of she's she's a strength of feminine. She's a symbol of femininity and strength and 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 empowerment. No, she's not. Right. Same thing. You look at Harley, and Harley is very much a character that. They have no idea what they're doing. But a lot of women like the Harley character. A lot of women like the Harley character because I think that's the same thing that I see with a lot of women that look like at... Like Fifty Shades of Grey? Well, no, no. That, the Fifty Shades of Grey is much different. It, it's a total different... That has nothing to do with the same realm. Right. That's all... that the, the idea of BDM or SBDM or whatever you want to call it. Har- Harley Quinn is the the bad girl. Harley, that girls the, can too escape. much of Harley has become the obsession and the looking for approval in um, what for her is a man. Is so a Harley figure. is the the secret garden that every girl has hidden within her. It's not even. What the fuck was that? <laughs> The Harley secret is a, garden within the, the love of. We keep soul. going into Harley. It's not. It's not. It's not the top of the problem. Harley sure. is. Harley is not a character. DC has done a lot in the last couple of years to take away from all of the steps they took before. What they did with Starfire uh-huh. in Red Hood and the Outlaws, what they did with Catwoman in Catwoman Number One, of sexualizing these characters again because too many of their writers and editors are thinking. Well, an overtly sexual woman is still is a strong woman. That's the way we're going to present it. Do you think it, that has nothing to do with it? Do you think it has more to do with DC has more female writers than Marvel? No. What I'm saying is that DC took a huge step back, even with the DC writers they had. Right. If you 
You read Red Hood and the Outlaws number one. Starfire is so screwed up. Yes. And and them to to try and defend it and to keep going and defending it, going, well, the fact that she sleeps with everybody on the team, that's empowering. What are you talking about? Right. That doesn't. Well, she can take what she wants and she can leave. That's not. That's what, a man's interpretation. Yeah, that's of a man's interpretation. Right. And that's what a problem with that's the problem with a lot of this is it's a man's interpretation of what a strong female is. Right. Some people seem to get it right. Greg Rucka has been uh you know, Greg Rucka has been has been praised from by a lot of people of writing very strong female characters. Uh-huh. Of course Claremont that I already mentioned when he was writing the X Men, of writing strong female characters almost to a level in which it was unrealistic and it almost went too far because he's like he's not showing any vulnerabilities in, in the women that are there right um i mean with the with the exceptions of you know like black widow seems to have been with everybody in the marvel universe and catwoman getting it on with batwoman in every other issue there has been a change even with minor characters of how I'm they are getting it on with batwoman ba- i mean batman <laughs> <laughs> which ones? Which ones are you reading? Now you're getting into fan fiction territory. Um, I mean, bow, when you look at the bow, '80s bow, and '90s bow. and the way that women were portrayed in comic books, there's a big difference. I mean, you know, you have now you have you know even like Mary Jane and some of the others that are standing up being stronger. Are we women. talking about heroin or Mary Jane? Get your drugs right here. Which one are we doing? <laughs> We're talking to, we talked about just Mary Jane and heroin. Everybody would not understand which conversation it was, if, <laughs> except for comic book right? <laughs> comic book fans. Um, Did you just say to get your drugs right? Your drugs right. <laughs> and this is why we need a woman on the panel. <laughs> All right. But now, do you think Marvel is trying to make an attempt with making stronger char- female characters with Silk and and uh, Gwen Sp- Spider-Gwen and mm. m- the new Miss Marvel and things like that? You mean Silk the character that can't resist the Spider-Man? <laughs> um, no, I mean, they, they admitted in the push when they released She-Hulk and Elektra and Miss Marvel that that's the market they were shooting for. They were trying to make more female-friendly uh, uh, books. Yeah, with, yeah with, with leads for it. It's is that why we got a female Thor? No, that was that was Thor. That was Jason Aaron's story from the start. Yeah, that's it. That that whole thing. That's all. You know, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's marketing. Oh, it's it." No, it's Jason Aaron's story from the start. Is I know we're going to get to a point where Thor loses the hammer and a woman will pick it up. It just happened to coincide, and I think it might have been some of the catalyst for it of Jason Aaron saying, "This is the story I'm going with." Hey, let's pick up on this. Let's use this break with Thor. Do you think of doing new books that have female centric characters? Mm-hmm. Do you think it um, it seemed more like a marketing stunt because they released it on the the information on the View instead of just no? It seemed like it a marketing stunt because fans who hated it. It's just it, it, they told you to do that. I don't like this, so they must have told you. I can't bring them, it's fans who can't bring themselves to say that someone that they like came up with a decision they don't like. Right. And it it's also just so many people they got to bitch about something. Do you, you think can't be it, on the internet for more than 3 minutes and not find something that you can rail on? <laughs> do you think it'll be easier for the female heroine lead to start in television or movies? Well, we've already seen it start television. TV, we're, we are seeing TV, it. TV, we've seen it for years. Yeah, I mean, I mean there was a Wonder Woman TV show. Not, not even just heroin. If, you're, ta- if you're talking about If you're talking about women leading shows, that's been there for years. Sure. I mean, we've, we've seen a number of shows where the boss is, you know, the, the, the lead of the show, the boss of the show, the authority figure mm-hmm. of the show is a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, Why do you think it's easier in, in TV than I movies? Mean, because you have more people. You, you have to have so much more content. When you're sitting there in movies and you're like, we're only coming up with a couple of hundred, you know, a couple hundred movies or whatever. When you're TV, you're doing all of these different things. It's all these things that compete against you, even within the same genre. If you're sitting there as a police procedural and going, how do we stand ourselves out? Cagney and Lacey. Right. How do we stand ourselves out from all these other cop shows that are on TV? Make the lead detectives women. Right. Okay. That's a great idea. ER. How do we separate ourselves from all these other medical dramas? Make most of our cast women. Mm-hmm. Make our doctors women. Don't, okay. don't just use the nurses. Make our doctors. If you want to have a, a, a sitcom for 
the last 15 years. How do we make it different? We make the men stupid, right. and now the women have all the answers. They're, they're more empowered. The stupid, the stupid dad syndrome that's uh-huh. going to happen. It went the other way around. Um, Except on King of the Hill. Yeah, right? King of the Hill's the only one where the <laughs> Hank Hill was still smart. So do you think that with film, I mean, without trying to sound too chauvinistic here, do you think that women are a big contributor to it because they love the romantic comedy? Which is a very stereotypical no, the, woman. The thing with the thing that I would say with it is you are in a movie and all again versus TV. You fail in a TV show, you fail in a TV show. Right. There's not as much money in it. If you do six episodes and it fails, you use the, you use some money. If you make a Black Widow movie and nobody shows up, you're in trouble. Well, okay. There's a, a good lot example of that. Of a good, exa- a great example mm-hmm. of that is Lucy last year, this past summer. Scarlett Johansson, who is Black Widow. In a lead movie, and it bombed. I think one bomb is too strong a word, and two, I think it has nothing to do with Scarlett Johansson. It's a movie that was not marketed very well at all. Right. You've seen. Do you think it also came out the wrong time? I, it just it, it wasn't marketed well. You're in your cast in a sea of superhero movies and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. It didn't do enough to stand out. It's just look. It's not the only film that didn't do well. Well, most a lot of the movies. That yeah, and that's the that's the other thing. You're looking at it. You can't blame that on being a, you know her being a woman. Right. Same thing. Look, that's everyone looking at Daredevil and going, oh, it's because of Ben Affleck. That's why. It failed. But a lot no, of, it failed because it's a terrible film. But a lot of people and and a lot of Hollywood execs will look at that and go, well, you know, Scarlett Johansson was the lead in that, and we're talking about doing a Black Widow movie. Well, at the same idea, then you should stop. You should right now stop casting Johnny Depp in anything. That's true. John, Johnny Depp's last like ten films have all bombed. Anything that doesn't have the word pirates, pirates in it has bombed. Every that, every movie he's been in has bombed. That none of them have made their money back in a theatrical release. It's not being a woman. It has nothing to do with it. Right. And you can't if you're going to spin it as women movies don't do well. Then why do we keep giving Johnny Depp a job? Mm-hmm. Because you know what, Johnny Depp, jo- Johnny Depp movies don't do well either. Is it certain things that? Because like a lot of people, when the new Doctor was getting ready to be introduced for Doctor Who, were lobbying to have it as a female Doctor. Do you, and but then a lot of p- traditionalists and a lot of Doctor Who fans were going, "No, you can't have the Doctor be a female." If you make the Doctor a female just to make the Doctor a female, that's where you're 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 mm-hmm. doing it for all the wrong reasons. So if you're saying that you're going to make if a superhero movie with a female lead just to make a superhero movie. If you're movie. agendizing your creative choices, that's where this type of stuff is disingenuous. Right. It's pandering, and people see through it. Mm-hmm. If you would have, if they would have named that doctor as a woman, it would have failed even more miserably than it's failed already. Which, because if people would look at it, it's... Even women aren't going to follow. Oh, the doctor's a woman. Why? Because she's a woman. Right. There's no reason for it. Now, they to changed the Captain master Marvel, to be a female, and it worked. That's the thing. They did it for a reason. Though. Right. There was a creative reason to get to that point. She was an established character already, right? No. Wasn't she Wasn't she play somebody they kind else of, or whatever? No, they kind of, well, they, she was playing, uh, uh, she was pretending, or, you know, she was playing to be somebody else before she revealed herself to the doctor. Right. To me, that sounds more like this was a story that we had kind of in our head from the start. Right. Mm-hmm. Jason Aaron's Thor. From the start, I wanted to change genders. I wanted to explore a completely different person who doesn't fit. That's what a lot of his themes in this are. You do Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel makes sense. In the way that they seem to be headed towards, it makes sense because Captain Marvel's power set fits in with the Avengers. Right. She has um, a background in the military. They've done a lot of stuff with S.H.I.E.L.D., that sort of thing. It's probably I, I would be I wouldn't be shocked to see Captain Marvel be a part of whatever Shield becomes. Whether they decide to go with Hammer in Civil War, mm-hmm. and you know have a, something that takes over Shield's role in the universe, or they rebuild Shield by the end of Avengers or by Civil well, War. It, it mm-hmm. does look like Marvel is it. trying to make an attempt. Even if you look at Agents of Shield, this past season they've added you know Mockingbird. They've added some. There's a lot of strength. And look, they've, a lot of their characters, most of them, the Shield characters, are very strong women. We've seen that women go to movies, right? Women go to movies for good women movies. Women go to movie for Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> but it, it's there. This is the same thing as every single time there was there was an article like last year, in which even Entertainment Weekly was like mocking itself, saying, "Why is it every time we see an African American film open big, we keep saying, wow, that's really a surprise.'" 
It keeps happening. Right. That's no longer a surprise. Mm-hmm. That's a trend. It's showing African-Americans are looking for African-American-centric films. Mm-hmm. Women are looking for women-centric films. I'm not going to sit there and just say, hey, we're going to make a movie about a whole bunch of women as superheroes because that's what you want. It's we can we can further our story, we can further our universe, and we can expand our audience. Awesome. Do you mm. find it odd that it seems to be the, the biggest debate right now seems to be about getting more women leads for superhero movies than any other ethnicity? No, I think the biggest... the. <laughs> To me, the biggest debate is and always should be: just make sure they're still good. Right. Who cares? Who who cares yeah. what the character is as long as you? I don't a good care movie. that the character of Pepper Potts is not fantastic in Iron Man three. What I care about is that, and my Iron Man three is not fantastic as a as a movie. Sure. You know. I mean, you're going to go see a good superhero movie. Whether you give me a great Captain Marvel movie, you give me a great Captain Marvel movie. You give me a great Miss Marvel movie, I'll go see it. Yeah. Miss Marvel as a book, I love that book. The, it's you're, a female you're the lead. new run. Yeah. Yes. Kamala Khan as Miss Marvel is a great book. Whether you're female, whether you're 15 or you're 50, whether you're white, black, Pakistani, that that is written well enough as an experience, as a female experience, as an experience as being someone who's of a different faith than the majority mm-hmm. in this country, of being uh, from a, you know, her, par- par- her family from a foreign land. The things that he puts in it are relatable to everybody. And it's just it's just good. It's just written well. It's mm-hmm. done well, and it ends up being a great story. On top of which, it's a very empowering story. She's become a huge part of the female community. Spider Gwen, Sp- the Edge of Spider Verse Two, which interviews Spider Gwen. Who cares that she's a woman? It's right. good. It's written well. It's drawn and it, and well. It wasn't it was just fun. Let, oh, let's bring back Gwen Stacy. They did it, and it, it it was it wasn't just bringing it back just bringing back Gwen Stacy for the bring, sake of bringing her back. It wasn't bringing back Gwen. If it was the idea to be, we're going to bring back Gwen Stacy because we just want that one moment in the upcoming, at the time, Spider-Verse crossover where Peter sees Gwen right. for the first time since he broke her neck, which really wouldn't be because I think he's run into her in other universes before anyway, but whatever. If that's all you're looking for, then that's the mistake. Right. If you're If that's what you're like, I want that moment. But the only way to make that moment really good is Spider-Gwen. Gwen Stacy has to be a good character to get to that moment. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. They built a good character in a single issue, which is incredibly well done. Yes. And now they have an issue, which is probably, outside of Star Wars number one, going to be the biggest issue of the year. There's more buzz for Spider-Gwen, which releases yeah, next her, Wednesday. Yes. Well, I guess by the time you hear this, it'll be last Wednesday. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we could probably say today. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No, no. It's, it's next week, huh? No, so it's, it's next, next week. So last Wednesday, you'll have <laughs> what is very likely to be the second biggest release in the entire year. Which is for Marvel which, as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is for Marvel. And, and look, you've got a character. When these characters hit, they hit really well. But as far as female leads that would that you could see in a, as a movie character, what would you say your top five are for Marvel? I don't know if I'd have top five for Marvel. I mean, uh, that's why I've been trying. I've been sitting here as I'm But I also don't, think I'd ha- I don't know if I'd have a top five for, for DC, DC either, yeah. Outside of Wonder Woman, who are you, you going to do? I'm not making another Catwoman movie, I'll tell you that much. Would you do Batwoman? No. Why? If you do Batwoman, why don't you just do Batman? Well, because Batwoman, you can do, I mean, you know, you can do the whole lesbian angle, which, you know, you can Nobody do. cares. You're going to make that film, and everyone's going to look at it and go, why isn't this a Batman film? That's true. I mean, if you put Bat with anything, it's going to be. That's the problem with a lot of these characters for mm-hmm. a long time was a female version of an already established male. Supergirl. Right. Great. There's a Supergirl TV series, but it, she's just Superman as a girl, right? Well, sort of, but maybe not. It, and there's, there's a the, lot the of stuff. The problem is, with Supergirl is for so long, it's kind of like the same thing with Power Girl. They were so drawn uh, seductively. Look, you, have, you have female characters that are in until, I mean, still a male-dominated group, yes. but Even changing. the Supergirl movie didn't do well back in the 80s, 90s. Yeah, because it wasn't porny enough. Right. <laughs> it wasn't a porno. So <laughs> but see, here, here's the other question. Would... Women can't really say much about men... You know, being chauvinistic about how women are drawn mm. or how women are betrayed in movies, when they went out in droves the first weekend yeah. to see Fifty Shades of Grey, when they made Fifty Shades of Grey one of the most popular books, 
and it's a what that's totally what right. feminists are against. It's everything that's wrong with that's that's what the problem is with not seeing um, more female centric characters in the media or like in media multimedia formats is because if you do a movie like Supergirl, Batgirl, the guys who want to go see it are just, you know, wanting to perv out with that movie. Sure. You know, and that's what the the characters, they don't want to see it because it could represent, you know, a strong. I, I think that's a way too big a brush to paint with. You think so? Oh, yeah. Look, I'm not. Am I going to hate the idea that Black Widow as a movie features her in a black jumpsuit? No, I'm not that stupid. But if you're if I'm going to go just because she's in a black jumpsuit. No, There's th- I'm not going to go see, you know, I didn't go see Honey. I got it on DVD, but I didn't go see it. Ethan you know? did. I know he did. I didn't see it in theater. Yeah, right. You didn't. You didn't go see. Oh, right. Come on. Yeah, you saw, I saw it on DVD too. You saw it like six times. Um, but the thing you bring out the Fifty Shades thing—that's something again. It's completely different. That's women are. S- <laughs> oh, I see you dig out of this one. <laughs> or no, not dig yourself a hole. It's. I don't think there's anything wrong with owning being a fan of something like that. Okay. Because I think there is something to say, look, if you're telling me that you're going to go see Hot Tub Time Machine 2 because they've already promised you there's more tits in this movie than there is in the first one, then you can't say anything about about me going to see Fifty Shades of Grey. Because I enjoy, you know, and I bought the book and it's, we thought it, it's almost like a it, it's a mainstream version of porn. It's a safety porn. It's, it's a, a sort of this, it's a woman's porn. Yeah, and but it's it's <laughs> if Fifty Shades of Grey was not a billionaire but a guy who lived in a trailer, you'd call it an episode of Criminal Minds. <laughs> that was one of my favorite <laughs> jokes. <laughs> but it is like look, it, it's it's so much more complex. Okay, do you think that's that the problem? It is so much more complex than just saying it's wrong for a woman to like Fifty Shades of Grey. Do you think and you have to? St- you can't say now. Women have to stop talking about men who who enjoy going to see a movie that has a cute girl in it because well, you know, you women, you went to see Fifty Shades of Grey. It's not that black and white, right? I there's there's a different sort of phenomenon, and I think part of it was the fact that once it started, it became an ownership thing. It became a thing of we're taking that that book and we're going to read it, and we're going to read it exactly for the reason that you think we're reading it for, and we don't give fucks anymore. You guys can. You guys have been reading all of this crap. You've been going to see these movies. You've been, but this is all comic books have been for a long time, right? How many that stereotype through the eighties and nineties that it's just boys sitting in the basement looking at Jean Grey going, "Oh, that's hot. Oh my god. Oh, look at Power it's Girl. So hot. Oh, Power Girl's got like this big boob. Uh-huh. I love her boob. Oh my god. How many shots? How many sh- they, they would sit there and count how many shots of Wonder Woman there were in mainstream books that were upskirt shots, right? That, that I think uh, I think it might have even been Alex Ross had gotten. Some that you know he did those, those big oversized books that scheduled each character that featured each character of the Justice League, and someone complained about the Justice League book or the Wonder Woman book in it because they're like it's so there's, Wonder Woman is a gigantically sexual character. Linda Carter, that's not a very different costume than what she wore in in the in the in the comic. Do you think that's the main reason that there aren't a a lot of movies that are female leads slated is because there just aren't that many female characters that can be a lead. They weren't designed that way. Comic books weren't up until a few years well, ago. Said you know, that. Several they, years ago. No one's been developed this way. There, right. there's, there's a lot of reasons for it. There's one, they didn't have a great basis. Two, again, for the longest time, people going, women don't go see movies by themselves. Right, but comic women books don't really go- weren't made for girls but that's for the longest saying, time. Is you wouldn't have gotten this at any point. This this has been an argument for every women's film because the suits that are in charge are saying women don't go see movies. Right. And then you see a romantic comedy open huge. And it's like, well, you, that's that's the anomaly. Women right. don't go see movies. And they don't go see movies by themselves. And they don't go see movies with their girlfriends. What? Oh, a whole bunch of women went to see Pretty Woman by themselves and in groups with their girlfriends? Okay, crap. Well, we're still not going to make those films. Again, just like the... Well, this the, is the, Patricia Arquette's argument last night. I mean, we, Patricia you know, Arquette's argument last night was if you're going to do the same job as a man, you're going to make the same amount of money. Right. That's It's a different argument. That's something completely different. The equal equal representation on a screen is much different than equal pay for a job that you're doing. What this whole this thing has been for so many years is people continuing, people in power continuing to say and be surprised by 
Women don't go see movies. Yes, they do. No, they don't. We don't because you don't give us movies. Right. Give us movies and we'll go. Well, here's the movie. Mm-hmm. Go see it. Oh, shit. They went and saw it. Women have been saying for what? If you did R-rated erotic thrillers, we talked about this. There hasn't been an R-rated erotic thriller in over a decade. You had films like Unfaithful. Mm-hmm. You had, um, um, what's the Michael Douglas one? Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. Basic Instinct. These were huge films. Right. And those films are not based solely on men going because Sharon Stone opens her legs for them. There were women going to these right. films. And then it just stopped because people stopped going to these films. It became taboo to have any of this sort of stuff. The old, <laughs> the old joke from Christopher Priest, Quantum and Woody, when Woody says, an R-rated, an R-rated film years ago used to mean nipplage. We don't get that anymore. Something wrong with America. <laughs> and that just stopped. And now they're saying... Are we going to turn towards this? Women have been saying, if you want to give us these sort of films, don't play us as dumb characters. Don't just, but just give us the films, right? And don't. Yeah. Let me shy about. Unfaithful is a fantastic movie. It is also a highly charged sexual movie. Oh yeah, mm. and it has sexual movie in which the the female character is wrong. Well, what was the, the sort the of one right. that Jennifer Lopez just was in? Jennifer Lopez, the one where she door. was the hand. Boy she, next door. Taco kisses for my band. I love you almost as much as I love tacos. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we've been sitting here, you know, and, and obviously we're no strangers to comic books, things like that, and different ones. Fortunately, we're strangers to women's issues, which is probably why we should be talking <laughs> about. <laughs> but t- women in TV shows for generations have done be- uh, may a lot better than movies. Okay, you mm-hmm. just have more. You have. So many channels, and as cable exploded, these people need content. But do you also you have to you have to find your niche within the content. Sure, you have channels based on programming that's geared more towards women, and not the you know Susie Homemaker stuff. Right. But FBI agents as women, police lawyers as women. Look mm-hmm. at look at Scandal, how right. to get away with murder. Shonda Rhimes has made an entire career out of taking male <laughs> professions. <laughs> Taking a woman and putting it in that male per, that male dominated profession, revenge and go revenge. Uh, 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 the what? Good Wife. These are all these Alias are all shows. On for Alias. You know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Buffy the Vampire Slayer was one of those first ones where people were like, oh, we can do an we action could... adventure superhero ish type, uh-huh. you know, fantasy horror thing, and we can put a woman in it. Uh, all of the the different CSIs and NCIS always have strong women in them. Yep. The, the the law and order. The assist, assistant district attorney was always a woman. She was always hot, but she's always a woman. Right. Um, again, you go back to Cagney and Lacey, Hill Street Blues, uh-huh. um, uh, Saint Elsewhere. All have strong women characters. Go back to Mash. The right. head nurse has as much power, if not more power, than all the doctors there. Do you think that bringing doing like an Avengers movie or a Justice League movie or something like that, or like a Birds of Prey movie or something? Would be a good way to get some of these characters, uh, like doing a Birds of Prey movie. Even even though that they did a movie or a TV show that oh, bombed, they did a TV show already. Oh, God. that was you know it was a horrible TV show, horrible casting. But do you think if they did a movie of Birds of Prey and did it the right way, Birds do you think Prey, that that would be a good way to get anyone from the TV? I think series. it's because it, look at Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels was a success. Yeah, Charlie's Angels is also the tough. first one. Well, no, a lot of. Ch- Charlie's Angels is very much based on, hey guys, uh, want to check out a lot bunch of hot chicks kicking ass? Here you go. That's I mean, true. Charlie's Angels as a TV show was again, it's, it's a fine line because even even with all the people I mentioned, like I said, the assistant district attorney in Law and Order, always right. a woman, always smoking hot. Everyone in CSI. Uh, uh, There's been a couple shows where you've had a it's. It, Everyday looking woman. That's a TV thing, though. Right. Like I said, there's there's TV ugly, and then there's ugly ugly. And then there's also according to Moses ugly. Lack, there's TV ugly and ugly ugly. Well, if you're movie ugly, you get an Oscar. Yeah. He said, if you go ugly to play to get an Oscar, the Mount Rushmore, the, the Mount Rushmore would be all four faces of Charlie's Theron. So I mean, could you put like Charlie's Throne as a as a uh, what's superhero? your last name again? What I say? Throne? Did I say Throne? You keep saying Throne. <laughs> No, the first Theron. time I said Theron. No, Theron. you didn't. You said Theron. Thro- Thro- you said Theron Thro- the whole time. Whatever. Could you put her as a superhero? You could put her as anything you want. And Chris will see it. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> She's smart. She kicks ass. She looks amazing. 
Okay, the, but I think seriously, the thing is, think of. Okay, go ahead, Ethan. I Ethan think that what it is, point. is they have to come up with. Let's, let's who's kind who's of they? Whoever's making the powers of be. No, I just want to make sure it wasn't like talking yeah. about girls as they. <laughs> no, the people Listen, who are women. putting this this content out, it kind of takes on what you were saying. Is they ultimately need to make something as far as TV or movie or something, whatever they're doing, to make you feel uh, are that you care about that character. That's the reason. I mean, there's n- in any of these movies that show these uh, these uh, female characters that are strong. You know, so wait, 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 wait. Did you care about Honey? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you care about Jessica Alba when she was playing uh, the Invisible Woman? Did you care yeah. about Jessica Alba when she played the I stripper in uh, I did, <laughs> Sin <actually>. City? <laughs> I did. I care about her. Because she's <laughs> The naked. stripper, yes. <laughs> everything else, no. No, but Fantastic Four. Nerdables does not agree with Ethan on everything he says. Usually we don't agree with him on anything. <laughs> That's because well, he says nothing. But but there's there's something there for so long where... The, like. <laughs> That first time, admit it. The first time you saw Independence Day, you're like, "Oh, Wilson's girlfriend. Oh, of course she's a stripper. Yeah, she's got to be a stripper, because we got to get a stripper in this movie somehow. I mean, that that's where you're just like, it's so stupid. So okay, DC, well, would you do? You could do Wonder Woman, Birds of Prey. You could do what Huntress, Black Canary. I don't think you do anything about Wonder Woman. That's the thing. What so about you, Power Girl? I wouldn't do Power. You would never do Power Girls in a movie. Mm. You do a Harley Quinn movie before you do Power Girls in a movie, and it would be terrible. Yeah. Power Girl is too tough because that because it's been she's been well no there is there's a philosophy behind that costume yes that was adapted much at, look the philosophy of the costume was get get the the one piece as high up on the thigh as you can and get that window open but it was developed into something about identity about her trying to stand out in a world in a DC world in which there are very strong female characters like Wonder Woman strong as in physical strength right. She's trying to to separate herself and stand herself out, and the idea that she wasn't Supergirl, she was supposed to be a cousin from another dimension, and her whole past was screwed up. That's really hard to try and explain in a film, sure. Unless you want to change the costume, and if you change the costume, and then it's why are you doing Power Girl? Power Girl is very tough because if you're gonna do Power Girl, everyone's gonna look at like, why isn't this just Supergirl, right, or Superwoman, or whatever you want to call it? Power Girl was kind of like. Supergirl is younger, Power Girl is older as an adult, so this is like Superwoman. So so would you do a Huntress movie? No. Not a strong enough character. If DC ever wanted to get into TV, sure. So would you do So do you think that I mean Marvel shows, is doing a Jessica Jones TV series? I was just going to say, do you think that Jessica Jones and Supergirl these TV shows are the building blocks or do you think that they are we'll see what supergirl if does. they don't do well then if, Super supergirl do, if supergirl doesn't do well you're screwed right marvel's gonna do whatever they want whenever they want to do it yes they, they made guardians of the galaxy uh-huh. you know as as honest trailer said fuck you we're marvel right we're gonna go see it you know so that's marvel's proven that they just about they can throw just about anything against anything, the wall yeah. and it's gonna supergirl, stick supergirl's gonna be such a tough sell anyway do you think because if you don't do it if you don't go the smallville route and you try to do it as a big crazy action adventure it's gonna be so cheesy so quickly okay do you think that dc banking so much on gal gadot as wonder woman doing her own movie do you think she's a strong enough actress don't know i haven't seen her play you've never seen anything I, I, i haven't seen her play wonder woman you never know. But I'm just as an actress, because so Doesn't far, matter. so far she's never really led Again, a movie. Heath Ledger's never going to be a good Joker. Michael Keaton's never going to be a good Batman. But but that was different. Christopher they, Reeve's never going to be a good they, Superman. They've led a movie. But they still no. None of those people were picked by anybody to be good in the role they were in until they saw and went, "Holy shit, Mr. Mom makes a really good Batman." Holy crap! That that guy from that movie about the knights when it's he's singing stuff with that really. Kind of Night's Tale weird. was awesome. Night's Tale was awesome, but you saw that movie. You didn't watch that movie and go, "That guy could be the Joker." Easy. No, but he you you saw that he could hold a movie. Yeah, you remember how many people said there was no way he was going to be able to play the Joker? Uh, that was uh, everywhere. I, I honestly, I wasn't one of those people. But as soon I'm as they saying, said it, I was like, "Yes." I don't. They made their choice. Wait to see the choice. But if you're, you're correct, Ben Affleck and everybody else. Yes, I. I Hey you! You gotta stop doing bad things. <laughs> oh, the internet was right about me. <laughs> um, I've got two faces. 
<laughs> I got one face, my Batman face. I also have my Bruce Wayne face. So I got two faces, right, but well, I only have one face yeah, at a time. Mark Wahlberg keeps leading movies. <laughs> um, Mark Wahlberg was in The Fighter. Movie that was Oscar caliber and yeah. really good. And I don't remember. Well, Fighter. That's what I he do. He got I nominated, fight. didn't he? I don't think he did. No, no Christian Bale did. Christian Bale, Christian Bale, Bale that's right. Right. was amazing in that film. And Tom Hardy, I think, was the other. Wasn't it? Tom Hardy wasn't. The other what? He was in that movie too, wasn't he? I don't think so. I don't th- you're thinking he did a boxing movie too, didn't he? No, well, no, because he did a boxing no, movie. No, Tom too. Hardy did that MMA movie. Did he? I thought so. Do you think that Anne Hathaway Warrior doing a could do a uh, Catwoman movie? And it would be I like her as Catwoman. Only if Christopher Nolan does it. <laughs> well, there, but that's the thing. Could you do a Catwoman movie? Yes. Would anybody go see it? Probably not, because they were like, "Oh, look, it's just like the Halle Berry movie." Halle, you got to remember when Halle Berry did Catwoman, she was as big as any actress in the world. Yes, and she made a movie that nobody went to see but because it was terrible. Do you think it was horribly written? Or you do could you do you, you know you can do a good Catwoman movie, and if you do it with Anne Hathaway, I'm fine with it. Anne Hathaway is a decent actress. Do you want to do it? Sure. But, but I don't know if you do that movie now because she's connected to a universe that DC just kind of put in a corner and said, "Okay, this just goes stay over here." Yeah. I can't wait for the but we are going to have crisis, crisis on Infinite Batman Earths where Christian Bale fights Ben Affleck in <laughs> Batman versus Batman. And Michael Keaton shows up. Michael, Ke- Michael Keaton is... Uh, Val Kilmer. Is, no, no, no. <laughs> Michael Keaton is Thomas Wayne. Boom! And he, you have Val Kilmer and... Uh, Val Kil- George Val Kilmer, no. Val Kilmer plays standing the penguin. In the back. No, Val Kilmer plays the penguin because he's so fat and huge and apparently a gigantic a-hole. <laughs> Where would you put George Clooney then? George Clooney doesn't have time for that. George Clooney's got to figure out how to keep up and with his. Adam w- West shows up. George Clooney has to keep has to figure out how to keep up with his wife, who is so much better at everything than he is. <laughs> My wife is a UN ambassador and is saving the world, one child at a time. See? And I'm sitting here going, I just I just bought. She's the strong superhero character. That oh yeah, could. we'll do a whole movie about Amal Clooney, right? Dude, that's coming. I'm telling you. She she is the strong superhero character. Um, no, but I don't think it's it. You can't really blame Marvel or DC. I mean, you can because they've never created those characters. But yeah, but that's not a Marvel or DC thing. That's the creators within it, right? I it's think look, they've tr- you've tried. Everything always falls back on fans. Yes. Why did why did Catwoman never have a book that made a hundred issues? Fans didn't buy it. Why did She Hulk She Hulk's now had three books? Mm-hmm. Only one of them's been successful when John Byrne turned it into a comedy, made it a very PG plus, PG almost thirteen kind of sexual fantasy thing, a lot of about her looks and everything. Right. Only one that was mildly successful, been cancelled twice since. Nobody bought it. Electra, nobody bought it. Uh, could you Captain Marvel as many times as they've done it nobody bought it could you do an all X-Men female team they did that they've done for it twice movie. for a movie no they haven't introduced enough female characters that's true like if you want to do it now you've got to re- so, reintroduce Rogue and Jean Grey and Storm Kitty Jubilee do you think it'd be better if they introduced these characters like if they introduced like more X, you know more females in Avengers and then branched them off into their own movies. But again, if you're just doing that to make a female Avengers movie, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. It's it, it. I don't think the problem is so huge because we're also discovering women are going to go see the Avengers. Women are going to go see Star Trek. Women are going to go see mm-hmm. Star Wars. This idea that this boys club thing, because women aren't interested in it, the, the amount of the female fan base has exploded exponentially in ways that no one ever could have predicted. As I've said, in my store, like 30% of our customer base is women. And not, right. I'm coming in with my boyfriend and he's buying comics. I'm buying my own books. I'm making my own decisions. I follow my own look characters. Look at Comic-Con now. I'm going, look at Comic-Con. If Granted, Comic-Con first you exploded. You a lot of cosplayers and things, but still. But, but they're still, they're the majority of those cosplayers are fans. Right. The majority of people that showed were somewhere in the culture. Maybe even not even comic book fans. I'll tell you what had a big, huge influence on all of this. Manga and anime. Mm-hmm. Because they, re- they understood there's so much manga in Japan, they had to reach every niche market. Everything from the porn side of it all the way to the kids' side of it, every niche in between, they were filling with 
content that people latched onto. So that so was think that the, the first big... thing that you saw with the start of this explosion is when remember all those times you went into borders and their anime section keep getting bigger and bigger, right. and then you turn that corner and there was four teenage girls sitting on the floor with manga books all around them. Uh-huh. That's where a, some of this just started to explode, and people realized as this content got bigger and bigger and it got out there and you had the X-Men movies and you had the Spider-Man movies and you had the TV shows and you have comic books in different places and you have comic shops rising. So women started reading these stories and going, I don't have to be a man to enjoy this. I don't have to be a woman to enjoy this. I just have to be a fan. Well, that's Doctor where... Who has a huge doc- has a fan base. Star Wars, when they got to that point where they realized Star Wars had a huge fan base. Star Trek has always mm-hmm. had a big female fan base. As much as people made fun of Trekkies, Trekkers, Trekonomuscles, Trockle, Trockle, Bockle, Lockles, whatever you wanted to call them. Well, hey, it was never, it was never as bad as what people said about Star Wars. Right. When people said Star Wars, Star Wars fans were fanboys. So do you think they were the basement thing? Star Trek has always had female fans because the, 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 Ahura was always a strong character. The fact that there was a minority who was a woman Mm -hmm. in the original TV series. You had these strong female characters all the way throughout. But it hasn't, to, to be fair to Marvel and DC in particular, there hasn't been that strong female fan base up until probably about seven years ago. Right, as I was saying, there was no reason to make So there was no... There's no reason so to make it because... now they got to play catch-up. They tried doing this sort of thing. They, if you would have done a female-centric book in the 80s that would be like a book that you'd have now, it would have failed because th- those readers just weren't there. Right. And they weren't coming. There was no way to get them there. The entire genre had to change. The entire pop culture had to change where it it, became – hold on – where it became female-friendly to bring them in. That's what – you want the biggest influence of manga and anime. When you look back at the history of it, I'm going to tell you right now, one of the biggest influences that manga has is it brought young women, young girls, teenagers, early 20s, college-age girls into something where they could start it and they could finish it. Manga did something that (laughs) comics didn't do at the time. They numbered their editions. Mm-hmm. You had all of these series coming out. There's these stories here and there. They weren't numbered. It was too hard to pick up. You had 50 different Batman trades, and none of them were order. You didn't know. You looked over on the other side, and Naruto was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. That, that explosion. And then you started getting you go back and, start, and some of these others. You go back. It's going to start with here. Yeah. And that's so. Is it fair? Is it fair to criticize the big ones for not no. being able to make those movies yet, or is it just no. because it's they like, can't because they don't have those characters? It, but what I'm saying in the very end of it, it doesn't matter. They don't need to. Women are going to see Guardians. Mm-hmm. Women are going to see Captain America too. Women are going to go see Thor, and right. they're going to go see Thor and actually admit part of the reason I'm going to see Thor is Chris Hemsworth is a damn good-looking human being. But it's there. You've you've had. When we went to see, when we went to the midnight edition of The Hobbit, yes, and they showed the trailer for Star Trek Into Darkness, yeah, and the women behind us like, "Shh, oh my God, Chris Pine is so hot," and I'm thinking in my head, that's what it took for Star Trek to get accepted by women. The fact that the captain just had to be hot, yeah. If 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 uh, if, if uh, William Shatner, if William Shatner was ten years younger and took his shirt off a little bit more <laughs> and he was cut, we would have never had to go through any of this, right? If Mark Hamill was even more of a sex symbol. Then I'm surprised by how many women I know my age are like, oh yeah, Mark Hamill was so hot. Oh, I know. Like what? What are you talking about? <laughs> he I he was all. He was the farm boy hot. It was he was just hot. My ex girlfriend just thought, oh yeah, Mark Hamill. That first this first Star Wars movie when I was a kid, man, that guy was so hot. <laughs> what are you talking about? I well, everybody was a nerd. All the guys thought Carrie Fisher was, was that like, hot. What? So mm, it, not until the third movie. Yeah. Um. Let's see, and Carrie Fisher, she led the way. I mean, if you think about the Star Wars movies, she was that strong heroine character. That stuff's been there before. Though. No, it, uh, that's true. There were ones in there before, and then you got, you know, Stripperella or whatever, Barbara. <laughs> yeah. But no, even it's, the, it's like, a much Tank more Girl complicated. Things like that, that, you know, they didn't do very well. They didn't, but that's, Tank but Girl's again, a little bit different animal because it's it's one of those obscure Tank Girl's comics. Tank Girl also has more of its roots in, not even being a female, but it has it in that, that punk, yeah. you know, the, the punk. Uh, genre, anti-establishment genre. So, and you kind of touched on it, but I want Ethan never really weighed in. What do you think it would There's take to make a strong female superhero movie? I think it just really takes making you care about the character. I mean, like I said before, it doesn't matter if it's male or female. 
if whatever TV show or movie it is, as long as you can get people to care about the character, it's going to be successful. So whether that's a female lead, if you find your way to make you care about that character. I mean, yeah. I know I keep repeating it, but no. that's so what I really think about. Who do you think is in a better situation to make a strong female character movie? Marvel or DC? Because DC yeah. obviously has a stronger female character. They're both going to do it. But who do you think is in a better chance to make a better movie? Who cares? Who has a better chance of making a better movie? Marvel, because Marvel's made better movies than DC. That has nothing to do with women. Yeah, if you go by their track record. If yeah. you go by their track wec- record, we've looked at DC. We've looked at two DC films that aren't Christopher Nolan films, and we don't like them. Right. Mm-hmm. We've seen a bunch of Marvel films, but Marvel films and go. The weakest two. Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron Man, two, Man three, Iron Man three. Is, is not great, and Iron Man two is written by a five year old. So, wood. They want wood. <laughs> just do watching, you, just watching that 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 Senate hearing again. Do you going, think that people, the, the reason people are screaming for a Black Widow movie is because of the role she's played in the Marvel universe so I think far? They're just doing it because they're looking at it and saying it would be a good movie. It's never going to happen. Do you think she's earned a movie? It's never going to happen. But that's not my question. That, that's the answer. <laughs> Your your question is invalid. It's not going to happen. Do you think the Scarlett Johansson, it doesn't Black matter. Widow? It doesn't matter. I want your I've already told you. I want to film. I want to film of her in in uh, Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. Never going to happen. She's too expensive. Marvel's never going to spend that kind of money. You don't think so? No. I mean, granted, we've seen them slate every. Uh, we have, they have everything slated up until. That's the other problem. I mean, people are talking about like it's it's there. Yeah, it's slated. The only thing that's going to bump it is Spider Man, and that's what it did. Yeah, it just look, it's not going to happen. So there isn't. We all you're hoping for now is that she has a bigger as big a role in Avengers two as she did in the first Avengers movie. Yeah, she saves Cap two. Yeah, if she's not in Cap two, that movie's terrible. You think so? Oh yeah, she's so great in that movie. Not only does she move the move the the storyline forward, she has a lot of the humor in it. Yes, and she just kicks ass. All you know, and I, I've I've always wanted to ask you this because you know I know how how high that movie stands for you. Do you? It's th- only because she's hot. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Do you think that her character was playing outside of the Black Widow? Uh, Not the way they establish her within. You within, remember, this is a different universe, right? The way they've established her in there and not knowing her backstory very far right you know you don't know when she was picked out of the red room if you know the way that the, they've described the red room in, in uh in the peggy carter series you don't know where she's picked up so you don't really know her background she's an agent of shield uh-huh. all the things that she does in that movie is stuff she would have learned as an agent of shield right as as an alpha operative of shield as she's described in um in avengers that's do you think they're carrying it over with Mockingjay is a very similar type character, almost like they had the same. Mockingbird. Mockingbird. I mean, Mockingjay is the is the. Uh, there you want you want a, you want a heroine? There, there yeah, go. that's right, that's true. That that is a uh, that and Divergence. Both of those are. Mm, yeah, yeah, I don't know about Divergence. Divergence. <laughs> what Divergence is. What's what's Divergence? <laughs> Why are we making the second movie? Because we have to. But yeah, but yeah you're, you're you're correct. Have, you have one of the <laughs> biggest Hunger Games. Hunger Games will be will go down in history as one of the biggest franchises ever. And Jennifer Lawrence really is one of the leads, if not the lead, of First Class, and well, not really. And uh, well, look, she's she's a lead in, she's a lead in her own franchise. Uh-huh. She is a major part of another franchise. Yep. She has an Oscar. Yes. She's been in two Oscar-nominated films. She has two nominations. Yeah. I mean, she's she's kind of this wave of. So you what know, do you think would satisfy everybody? I don't think I, I don't know if they're really as dissatisfied as everybody thinks. An all female movie with all female cast and female villains. I don't think again, I don't think they care. I think you're you're finding now of women saying you're making a film that appeals to me on levels. Dark so Knight. Who's making when, the Dark, biggest when thing? Dark Knight came out, one of the things why Dark Knight was so successful was that it was a four corner movie. Mm-hmm. It hit the four major corners. It hit 18 to 49 males. Yes. It hit 18 to 49 females. It hit under 18. It hit the tweens. Yeah. And it hit older people. It hit all four of those. And it hit all, and it hit, it, it was gender neutral. It's like people were going to see that film no matter what. Right. 
you've gotten to the point now where you don't have films. These huge tentpole films are not films that are only you know, they're for boys. They're just they're for people. Right. They're for people who enjoy this kind of thing. Are the, if you want to complain about movies that aren't being made for people, now we're like nobody's making movies for adults that are not Oscar caliber. Right. That's it. That's all we're making for now. We don't have that sort of mid-range a good movie that isn't a comic book movie that's maybe a relationship movie or whatever. <coughs> so in wrapping this up, do you think that we are at a point when uh where it doesn't matter male, female, black, white, Asian, midget, whatever? Do you I think they prefer to be called little people? No, I think they prefer to be called droids. <laughs> Or Ewoks, <laughs> or employees of George Lucas. Do you George think Lucas? it doesn't matter what you are, as long as it's a good film? If you make, people will go if see you it. make a good film, people will go see it. Yeah. Is it going to appeal to one mass than the other? Yes. Is, I mean, because is, everybody is Fifty thought, Shades of Grey made to appeal to women. Yes. Everybody thought there's no way people are going to go to a movie and think a talking raccoon and a talking tree are going to but be able to carry a that movie. That has nothing to do with women. That has no, I'm just to saying. Do with as I was say, it just I don't I think the argument isn't as Is there an argument there? Yes. Is it for pop culture films? No. I think the argument is there aren't enough movies, serious dramatic movies and even comedies right. that are made more towards women. This idea of making a movie for, you know, we made a movie for women. I've always hated that. Right. I mean, even Fifty Shades, you're like, we made a movie for women. No, you didn't. You made a movie. Right. It just happens to be women are the ones that are interested in it. We've been doing that for years. Rom-coms, chick, chick flicks. Mm -hmm. We've always talked about chick flicks, chick flicks, chick flicks. Right. They make these movies for women. And to be fair to these movies and to the comic books, I mean, we see the comic book industry trying to put out books that would be more geared towards women, but they're not selling. We've seen movies that put out more towards women that don't sell. Yes, sometimes they they either underplay the woman. I mean, the look woman, at the woman. Look at Angelina I, Jolie. On. She's put out the a woman lot of thing movies. Is different in movies than comics because the, the the argument that I'd make is that the comics that are for women are still good right. and unfortunately failing. I think the bulk of if you've made a woman, you've made a a movie for women and it fails. A lot of times because it's just not a good movie, right? If and there's a lot a, of movies out there good, that aren't yeah. good movies. If you make a good movie that you gear towards women, women will go. Okay. If you do, if you do uh, Under the Tuscan Sun, if you do the Exotic Marigold Hotel, women th that are made with a female audience in mind and they're good films, people go. And we've we've touched on this before. We've where we with the um, with the Ghostbusters reboot. It's not that we have something against that it's an all woman cast. So much as you're rebooting the movie. If you were to take that, as we said before, and made it a franchise the, yes, film, the, the complaint is is that it's a remake slash reboot instead of a franchise. Right. It's a remake of an already great movie. So it's not. It's not even like, oh, well, that movie was kind of bad. So you know, let's reboot it and maybe it'll be. But see, they that's, had that's a, the success of Ocean's Eleven. Let's find a bad movie that has an interesting concept and actually do it. Yeah. And do it well. And then that's. What I, I'm still. I love this. Uh, I think it was someone in, it was a critic in Entertainment Weekly who said it was like, this is what everybody should be doing. Go find a bad film that had a good concept. Remake that. Yeah. Don't remake, you know, Indiana Jones. Don't make a good stuff. Go find a crap. Go find King Solomon's Minds and go, you know what? Let's remake that film. But they them. had a chance with Ghostbusters to expand their universe instead of reboot mm. it. And now, and, you know, granted that things could change, but it doesn't seem like it's going to. But I would have expanded the universe, taken, you know, leave the but again, original. That's, but that's that's the off-topic thing. We're, we're talking about that it has nothing to do with it being a female cast or not. We're saying the creative choice of the basis of that film is flawed. Right. That has nothing to do with it being with a female-centric film. Because yeah. the females that are cast even are great actresses. Even if you have a problem with females being cast, I think some people, the, the problem is with the females that are cast rather than it being females being mm -hmm. cast. I, Meaning? I think that it's not I don't like hot this movie. chicks. No, no. Just saying that people's problem with it isn't that oh they're girls, it's oh that they're these girls. Oh. I don't find Melissa McCarthy funny. I don't find Kristen Wiig funny. 
I don't find, you know, uh, 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 Andy Bryant funny or whatever. I don't think, I really don't think the backlash against that film, the bulk of it is, why are they remaking one of my favorite films with girls? Mm-hmm. It's why, why are, are they making it them? with these girls? Why are they making it like this? Because let's why be fair, they, but that has nothing to do with it being. When women they or said not. we're going to reboot this with Seth Rogen and you know everybody yeah. else, everybody went no. Yeah, it's because it's a reboot, right? Because it's a remake slash reboot. If you're if, if you're honestly remaking that film, if you're trying to redo the Ghostbusters origin story, I don't care who's in it. That's a terrible idea. Yes, and to me, it's, it's I don't care if you make it with men, women. Children, children. What, even if, if you make it with African Americans, if you if you make them with if you Bollywood I mean, it, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> that would be actually interesting to see. Again, <laughs> if they did it as a franchise, if, if you, they did Ghostbusters Dubai, or, or not Dubai. Uh, uh, why can't I think of the capital of India all of a sudden? New Delhi. Yeah, if they if they did, if they did Ghostbusters New Delhi, same... I would watch the shit out of that film. <laughs> that would be amazing. But even if you use the same actors and reboot it now. If if everybody was still. you don't even need to do the same. Why, yeah, there was just hours long. <laughs> It'd be twelve hours long with musical like <laughs> cuts. Dude, the interludes, and then like the, the they would the ecto one would just like fly. Only Ethan. Only Ethan can get away with that. Sleeper cell. So on that note, yeah, I have to go home. I gotta go to bed. We we are encouraging Hollywood to make female movies. We are encouraging Hollywood to make good movies. Good movies, yes. We're Female, encouraging Hollywood or not. to hire me because I come up with great ideas. Just over and over again, every single week. So always remember, Nerdables is on Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, iTunes, Ghost Tune Bollywood in. Busters. Please leave us a comment. Amazing. We'd love to hear from you. And if you leave us a comment, we promise we will read it on the air. Um, yeah, because that's incentive. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't make promises we won't keep. Also, go we don't have to keep that promise go see because us no one's listening. Go see us at facebook.com backslash nerdables. And oh, yeah. we're Are at you listening? <laughs> I'll never get through one of these. No. At Nerdables this Show. Is, this is no one cares. <laughs> and go to our website, www.nerdables.com. Even though there hasn't been anything on there for God knows So for Ethan and Chris. I have to work, bro. We are saying that just make movies, good movies. Oh, God, you got to stop. I love doing it to you. you just, it's so stupid. I can't cartoon.